Who is you that's supposed to start talking? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can just cut this part out, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, now, now, exactly, and now yeah, you've yeah, ruined it. Oh god. Okay, <laughs> yeah. anyway, um, welcome to the podcast. This is another episode. Um, and with me is Uzo Ulisevikan to Lofre Agili, I think. Hi guys. Chineke. My full name. Really? <laughs> full name Ezra. <laughs> Ezra Olubi. What's your middle name? Put it Ezra Oluwatosin Olubi. We have to, you know. It's a lie. Your middle name is Tosin. <laughs> Yay. Are you serious? Yeah. This is news. Are you serious? Uh, why is that funny? Exactly like, why is that that hilarious? I don't know. I, I it's don't just know. like Ezra is like a very strong sounding name. Like you expect serious person and Tosin maybe because all the Tosins I know are tons. so this guy Ezra oh god we're actually so all my friends that are yes. Tosins I was just joking I didn't mean any of you the other, it's the other ones that are tons. yeah so how did your week go or your last two weeks should I say ladies Uzo, first you want to go first no Uzo, you go first I go after I've said ladies, as a right after you group. said it, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, fine. I'll be the lady for this episode. Um, last <laughs> last two weeks have been uh, pretty hectic. Um, busy. Um, I I had to build an Electron app for something else. Okay. Um, Electron is a Node.js wrapper, so I had to build an Electron app, and you wouldn't believe how surprising it is to get print just to make send like an html document to a printer with elect with node like I, I was having trouble finding a way to render the page and send the email but that's other random tech troubles um mm-hmm. so electron i had to use angular js this week oh god after i've spent like many many hours writing articles about how angular js is trash i had to use it and it wasn't too bad but i still think it's trash okay but um so this is a low point in my in my life right now angular because you have to and, work with something you don't like yes and struggling to print a stupid page like printers have existed how long ago how can no js have trouble printing a random web page like this is unreal but that's that's a different matter. Yeah, you need to realize uh, that JavaScript is one of those languages that literally has no libraries as a language on its own. Besides yeah. the math library, I think. Yeah, so so everything is yeah. everything is all shoning one functionality or the other into the language. And yeah, anyway, it it's not and so that's bad. That's exactly why we can't marry JavaScript. <laughs> We have to marry it. We have to marry it. We have to marry it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So to look you. Um, hey. um. So I mean, I don't have any interesting techie something to talk about. But yes. Um. Last week, the last two weeks have been more about pitching, and um, we had this progress report at the program I'm in. So one thing I like about this program is how 
they make you feel like they're here for you. Like if you need our support, we're here. But you're also on your own. Yeah. I don't know how they can balance that too nicely where you feel like I have autonomy of everything that goes on. But if I ever need support, there's these guys who can help me. Um, so we had our first progress checklist report after they made us read a book called Running Lean. Mm-hmm. And just, no, actually, I'm not going to say that. But we read Lord Running Lean, had this whole thing about... Um, our MVP, how far we want to build it, what features we want to have, um, what key metrics we'll be using. And then we talked a bit about our market research and planning, like how are we spreading the word to people? Are we even ready to do that? Um, what channels are we looking at? And then pitching, of course, which is the end of the whole program. At the end, we have to pitch to people. So um, are you comfortable with pitching? We already have pitch practices every other week. So every other week, I have to stand in front of a room full of people and just get shredded <laughs> every other week. Is, um, is it the same group of people every other week, or do they run, like change up the crowd? So um, there's a standard one that is the same group of people. It's our cohort. So we just the main aim of that is just to get comfortable presenting in front of people and to get your story right. Um, so for one, it's the same people. And then there's another one that you have to sign up for. That one, you sign up. Sorry, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I really have to go. So this is the fun part of my life where once every six weeks, I get to go for a pool party and I'm at one right Are now. Are you freaking but, serious, Tolu? You are abandoning a pool party. <laughs> you are not allowed to no, no, do no. this. No, 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 no. Wait, can I land? Can I land? Okay. The pool party is over, but I need to leave here. Um, and my only ride out of here because it's in this remote part of town. This really cool suburb that outside, I should take a picture again. Um, there's like mountains everywhere. I can literally walk up the mountain right now. The downside to that is it is very far out of town. Okay. So my only ride back into town is leaving right now. I thought it would be longer, but the guy's a family man. So I have to run away. Um, but I'll message you guys when I'm back. I'm sure the show will have stopped recording. I'm very, very sad that I don't get to be on this one to the end. But I'll be back like the Terminator. All right. Cool. Forgive me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, guys. Don't have too much fun without me. <laughs> Later. All right. Bye. Yeah. Well, what about you? What was your like? My week was um, very boring. Nothing happened. Nothing? <laughs> Besides Paystack launching. Yeah, so we, oh. we went public on Monday. And um, yeah, people have, people have started. Sorry, on Tuesday actually people are still signing up and whatnot the source service is going on great um obviously people have been um, encountering one issue or the other um bugs little bugs that here and there that um we overlooked um in the course of the um, development so basically this week has been filled with um you know fixing 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 building out new stuff so as to make something easier to use you know things like that so yeah that's pretty much what i did this week and i look forward to a very exciting weekend i have a party tonight actually so uh, uh everybody's party me i'm going to church tomorrow morning <laughs> hey, God. yeah and um i'll be 
maybe going um, to SF tomorrow as well, you know, just just doing what a tourist does. No, so, yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. Like, the last time you went to that cool museum. Yeah. Yeah, so... Hmm. Exactly. Anyway, that that's that's about um, myself for this week and the last. Yeah. Okay. Um... In the general tech world, there's, at least the Nigerian tech world, a bunch of things happened in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one of them is Netflix coming to Nigeria. Yay! That was, I know, like, can you imagine, just after you left, you now brought Netflix for us, so we didn't have to, we all didn't have to go to get <laughs> Netflix. Okay. Um, and... What do you think about that? So, like, I mean, because now you're in an environment with a lot of self-serve and um, needs met via apps, and this one is a major need that is being met by officially by an app. Okay, so um, entertainment. Yeah. So, um, regarding Netflix, I think what's interesting for me is more from a um, licensing standpoint and all of that. Um, on the technology end for the consumer, right? Um, I think we already know the only the, the single biggest barrier to people adopting Netflix in Nigeria, which is the fact that uh, broadband is um, data is exactly you know it's not fast and um, it is it is expensive, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know about not fast. There, no, I mean in many instances it could be fast. But yes, yes. No. Definitely. So when I when I say not fast, it means not guaranteed fast. Like for instance, um, you don't want oh, to be watching yes, a movie right. and uh, you know it buffers in the fifteenth minute, even if it was smooth all the way and then it started buffering at some point. That's bad. That's but that's bad experience already. You understand? Yeah, you're yeah. right. So that's that's what I mean by that. Um. But from their from Netflix's end, I mean, um, there was a reason why they were not um, all over the world at first. They started with the U.S. and then they focused only on the U.S. Not because um, they only wanted to serve the U.S. market, but because the movies and TV series they were getting, you know, licenses and whatnot. Um, traditionally, when a TV station acquires a license to broadcast a show, it's for their own specific audience and. Um, like a TV station who is in the US and also outside the US does cannot necessarily broadcast the show they broadcast in the US outside of the US as well without getting a separate license yeah. for the new country. You know. So and this is this is a case that we've experienced a lot in Canada where Canadian Netflix or Canadian TV channels yeah. regularly are seasons behind or mm -hmm. like some, very behind yeah, because acquiring the license yeah. and all. So it, it, is problematic. Yeah. So yeah, you hit on a very good point. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even think of that, but licensing for Netflix. So that, that was the most exciting part so what are for your me. Like, oh my God, they were able to like, basically this this is, um, well, how will I put it? This is definitely months of hard work and planning that has gone down to make this happen. Like, you say months, yes, at least years. <laughs> it's probably been in the making for a while, and yeah, we don't realize exactly. It. You know, for them to like, okay, bam, we're opening to the remaining 130 countries, and you're like, what everything you can, okay, fine. I mean, I can imagine there will still be some shows that, um, are not in every single country anyway, but at least Netflix is 
they have enough catalog to be able to beat their chest and say, hey, we're in Nigeria, hey, we're in Afghanistan, hey, we're in, I don't know, Zimbabwe. So, yeah, I think that's that's a great um, leap on their own end. And um, I would really like to know what disagreements were like or did uh, the different um, studios and um, associations actually... Um, try to like start seeing Netflix in a different light, and we're like, oh, okay, you know what? It's online streaming. Just go ahead and stream our stuff. Uh, you understand? Like, I'm I'm not sure right. how that went down, but this also is um something. It's a powerful force on Netflix, part because now they can, they are literally a. Yes, this is something YouTube could have done as well anyway, what I'm, what I'm about to say. But now that they are in every country and all of that, and they are pretty, pretty people pretty much tie them to their TVs you, um, and their own entertainment system. As against YouTube, YouTube is a little bit more casual, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now Netflix can actually start acting like a true global TV station, if you know what I mean. Yeah. They can actually set up right. um, live news channels. They can set up... They're already doing interesting stuff with documentaries and they are, they are self-produced documentaries and whatnot. So, basically, these... Sky is the limit for them right now and what they can accomplish with the platform that they have. And well, I guess that's what all the money they have in their budget for this year is going into. So yeah, kudos for them. I think that's that's all I have to say about Netflix for now. Yeah. I know there's been arguments back and forth uh, on social media about people comparing them with um, with um, what's it called? With Iroko TV. Iroko TV. I don't know why did that okay. skip my mind. Yeah, anyway, with Iroko TV. But I don't know. I I don't think I want to get into that right now because the the entire comparison or the basis for the comparison or the reason or the reason why people even feel they need to com- compare, right? Uh, it's yeah, uh, it's it doesn't just sit well with me. Like why you understand? So maybe if we want to compare on. I don't even, they're not even playing in the same space, to the best of my knowledge. You understand? At the end of the day, it is Netflix, it is Iroko. Different content altogether, different mindset to cater to. And if you are someone who likes both Nigerian movies and you like Hollywood or foreign produced stuff as well, then yay, knock yourself out, subscribe to both of them. There's really nothing to compare about it, you know, so I don't. I don't see. Yeah, I think that's that's that. What do you have to say on that light? On that specific light, yeah. uh, there's nothing to say. They're completely different markets. It's like it's like a motorcycle and a car. They both transport you around, but Thank they have you. You different know, purposes. <laughs> that was exactly. Um, I wasn't thinking that same analogy, but I was thinking along the lines of um, um, how would I put it? Um, uh, two big uh, supermarkets in a, in a particular mall, right? So one sells mm-hmm. goods of a particular kind. Maybe one sells, I don't know, groceries and stuff. The other one focuses on pre-made food. I, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Like, it's like saying, oh, because this one is there. Oh, this one will shut down. Like, come on. It's not even a competition. You can actually indulge in both of them, you know. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're right. That that line of conversation isn't interesting to me yeah, specifically. Not at all. So. Um, but 
but I mean, it, it's understandable the comparison because again, they did not have Netflix before. So, but Iroko TV it, was obviously not our Netflix before. Well, those I, who, those I, those I, those those who wanted to consume Netflix type content were, did not have anything. Simple. Or I, well, they had okay. torrents, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the what do you know about torrents? I thought you didn't do illegal stuffs like that, eh? Um, I I I did not say I indulge. I said they had torrents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know nothing about such life. No, I'm I'm a techie, so I'm well informed. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still have to show me that DVD of Narcos because we watched Narcos the other time. You have to show me where you bought your the season DVD so I can buy my own, quote unquote. Um, Amazon yeah. Prime. <laughs> yeah. But um. The thing that you did mention that was actually interesting to me was that licensing bit because mm-hmm. traditionally these um, these stations or studios have had like hello yeah 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 these stations or studios have had a lot of leverage over the other ones yeah like sorry had have had a lot of leverage over Netflix so they can't really talk to like. If Netflix says, hey, I want this show, they're like, oh, well, get out, Joe. You guys are small boys. What are you doing? You're busy renting DVDs. You're not in my, you're not in my level. Yeah. And I think what has changed is that Netflix is now producing some very quality shows yeah. and has access to some very important data. And yeah. these studios are starting to recognize. So basically, yeah, Netflix that's, has that's... a lot more. Leverage more leverage TV. and all that because they just bypassed the entire yeah. chain and did everything themselves and these shows are quality like people are like hey you know what yeah exactly you know, yeah. like so now they have things that traditional tv channels want they have actual content and they have information mm-hmm. for you know they've proven that listen we can produce bet like better received shows because we know what people are watching like on a very minute granular detail. Mm-hmm. So I'm pr- I, I have a feeling and this is just complete speculation with no basis whatsoever, but they may be leveraging either their data or the shows they are creating, access to those shows yeah. to to generate um to give them better leverage at the table and say, okay, you know what? These old catalogs that you're not really getting much money out of anyways anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's um, license be able to package it to all these other regions, mm-hmm. and in exchange, can like you know how they are doing currently, like Netflix released shows only. Yeah. They can have a partnership where they release the shows with with the with a particular network like ABC or whatever oh, you know what i mean oh so you think you think of net some we can we might start seeing netflix produce shows on other channels on other tv of stations course. it was bound to happen. it was bound to happen they have the content people want and really they just want like these tv channels just want the, the content is just a delivery vehicle for ads and if netflix is going back to back producing quality shows that people want to watch yeah um hey guess what <laughs> Why don't we just give, give get access to those shows and we can plaster the ads and no people will watch it? <laughs> Netflix has like really long shows. Like 
Narcos, for example, was one hour per episode, yeah. and each even, episode even, was even like even House of Cards like, was in that range too. House of exactly a lot of their shows are actually like um, yeah, or even Dead if not Devil. all their shows. Yes, Dare, that's what I was thinking of. Daredevil. Um, yeah, their shows. Um, what's it called? Um, the one with the orange is the new black. Yeah. Also another long like show. So like those those one hour format shows give like that's a lot of ad slots and guaranteed eyeballs stuck to the TV kind of thing. Yeah. For 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 these traditional TV channels. So I think it's a good idea for them to be like yo, let's license. Um, Daredevil, you know, like for example, what's that? There's a channel that caters to like all these nerdy TV shows. I mean, sci-fi like nerds, sci-fi, exactly yeah. sci-fi. So sci-fi will benefit from um, um, licensing Daredevil, yeah. and you actually, know, they can yeah. plaster their actually, yeah, they can plaster their ads and make a lot of money and. Obviously, sci-fi is a channel in a net in a group of networks, and that gives, you know, um, Netflix leverage to say, okay, we'll take Friends and we'll expand our license to cover 140 countries because your sister network wants this, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. So, so yeah, ba- ba- basically, win-win situation of some sort going on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's, like I said, pure speculation entirely, but uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see next six months, next one year. And see uh, other, uh, other networks showing Netflix, um, um, what's it called, broadcasting Netflix shows, right? So let's yeah, see, we'll, or, we'll, or we'll, we'll hold you to your let's prediction. See what the deal is about. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can call it, we can, my prediction. yeah, we can call it a prediction and see how that pans out. Like, oh, yeah, it happened. Who's just said it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Oh well, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it because I, I I'm rooting for Netflix. Like they're they're one of my favorite companies. They're they're how do I put it? They're they work like a startup in terms of like their adoption for technology yes. and their their entrance to release things in the open and uh-huh. you know experiment and iterate and move fast and <laughs> they they literally have modules that break things for <laughs> in their in their tech stack uh-huh. you know like so they but at the same time they've always been a, a core business and they don't forget the business part of in fact the business part is more important than anything else. The technology just drives business. Mm-hmm. It's still business as usual. You know, like they're still renting DVDs where they can, and they and they streamline those operations with like these um, factories for packing and sending out the DVDs and whatnot. They're still renting these shows and at a price, and not because oh, you know what, we got here first. So let's just have like a high price margin. They literally did the Amazon thing and keep the margin so low that other competitors are struggling to make it in the market. But they're sitting healthy, you know, building their brand, building everything. Anyways, I really like Netflix. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they're acting like because they have to have traded something for this. I want to see what it is that they've traded to get this kind of 
it might it might Local also be working so hard for the past couple of years you know everything is paying it, paying it, back yeah so it could be but then why don't other traditional channels have it you know like or other traditional networks like these networks i mean yes they have like different brands but the people that own them are like very few there's like five six they can't even be up to 10 owners of all the global channels across the world like the, the like for example news corp owns a bunch of sub channels and so you go across the u.s and in different states there's yeah. like there are different channels but they are all owned by one parent company mm-hmm. and that's what i mean if you no 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 I, I i i get i get that i get that same with so for um, them to make that kind of leverage time warner you know what i mean cool yes well. thank you you're getting it so for them to make that kind of leverage deal that they can put Netflix in all, like basically break all those tight licensing agreements that, oh, you can only show this show in US or North America, or this is region locked. And they're like, nope, Mm -hmm. forget region locked. This, (laughs) we're we're breaking this. That's a big deal. Each market is expensive. Yeah. And for them to be able to break it, they had, I, I seriously doubt it was cash on hand they used to do that. It would have been way too much cash to make sense. Yeah. Um, I, I agree so, with that. So, uh, yes, you can mark that down as my prediction. They did. They they made a deal, and it involves data or access to their content. Yeah. And I want to see what that deal is. All right. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Um, you, what what other interesting thing again happened in Nigeria? Um. Yeah, there was an uprising about Uber. And yeah. their charges, <laughs> and um, apparently, <laughs> two thousand naira in, in your Uber app doesn't necessarily translate to two thousand naira in your bank account. Yeah, and people were, were complaining about it. Um, well, first off, you you gave me a really good explanation, but I think like you would be in a better position to. Well, you gave me the explanation, so it's better for you to explain it again. When was this? Why is that happening? Like, okay, so I'm in Nigeria. Yeah. I use my car. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm in Nigeria. I order an Uber. They yeah. show me the price in Naira. I pay with my Naira account. And yeah. yet, it seems like the transaction doesn't happen in Naira. Um, somebody speculated it might be happening in dollars, but then somebody else has their dollar account attached. And they did the exact same thing, and they still got charged and all, like not what they put in. So it's like they're not charging in dollars, which is their home currency, and they're not charging in naira, which is our home currency. So what are they charging in? Is is it that the banks are playing a fast one, and you being in the payment space for as long as you have, you understood the underlying reasons why, and you explained. Okay, so you want to hear me explain again? Is that what you're saying? Anyway, um, yes. what, what's, what's happening here is basically this. I, I think it's it's pretty much simple. Um, they say um, your ride was three thousand naira. Um, they pass it to their processor. Their processor is in uh, the the guy that the processor that um, handles Nigerian payments is in the it's in Europe, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, the guy gets uh, the naira value, um, three thousand ngn. And they're like, oh, okay, we need to process this. We 
they do the transaction, they pass it on, whether they are the ones processing it directly or they pass it on to their regional processor. Those ones need to charge whatever card it is that they are going to charge, right? And they send a charge, maybe they convert it back to dollars or something. Use normal exchange rates internally. Like, oh, what's the exchange rate with Nigeria today with Naira? Like, okay, it's um, 200 Naira to a dollar or something, right? So the dollar amount is slightly higher than what the typical Nigerian is expecting in that case. So the charge goes through and then their account is charged in dollars. Although it is also still there that, yes, this charge was originally in Naira, but some banks are just ignoring it and just writing, hey, wait, this is the dollar charge. We are, this is the dollar charge anyway that went through on this card. You understand? Um, a, bank, right. a bank like Diamond Bank would actually put it there that the transaction was actually initiated in Naira. They would put it there and put the actual Naira value. But other banks, it's something the banks can do internally. It's just them skirting around and all of that. So they say, hey, it happened in dollars and, oh, well where this is our own internal exchange rate dollar to naira and we're going to charge you this ridiculous amount and then you're like oh okay uber told me it will cost me three thousand naira the bank is saying they're charging me four thousand five hundred you understand shit like that now starts happening mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's just yeah. that it's just that cycle and the reason why this is happening is simply because the banks are using a different exchange rate than the processors are seeing the processors are seeing cbn's official exchange rate right which is what everybody should be working with this same everybody no, nobody had a problem with uber supposedly charging with it in dollars in the past and why didn't they have a problem with this? Because that because the exchange rates, everybody was was acting, stable. Was stable. Everybody was acting with sense and charging just the right amounts and all of that. I did a transaction on Amazon. Um, I think earlier this year. Sorry, earlier last year, and it was the exact naira value that Amazon told me that my that I got charged on my Zenith card. My Zenith card it actually first charged me something higher, something slightly higher. You, they do this authorization and then the real charge. So the authorization was a bit higher. I think Zenit Bank, Zenit Bank, um, GTB, and a couple of other banks actually do that to like account for exchange rate fluctuations in the period between when the charge is authorized and when it's actually charged. You understand? So they just put a little buffer. Then when the charge, the real charge came in, it was the exact amount Amazon told me it was going to cost me. So things like that were. That was how things were until everything just went to shit recently when, you know, every, banks are increasing their FX rates and stuff. So that's pretty much what happened. I think I'm not sure there's anything more to it like that. But yeah. So it, no, but see, the thing is, it was like, it's, it's pretty simple to you, but yeah. a lot of people like did not understand. I personally did not understand this is an area where I have no knowledge about and you have a lot of domain knowledge. So I think having that explanation really helps um, helps explain to others the nuances of doing transactions uh, cross-border, cross-bank, yeah. cross-processor, yeah. and the kind of possible things you have to look at, which kind of explains, again, why the payment space is as complicated as it is and, you know, we're still hoping for a savior to come up and make things a lot simpler. Yeah, I get you there. Um, so it, it's sort of slightly related, but 
maybe not really, is the fact that Uber also decided to start collecting cash in Nigeria. Yes, which is I don't know if I don't know if it's I don't know if it's related or not, but uh, um, how, like, well, it's, it's, how it's, does that even make sense? How do, how do they get their cut? That's what I want to know. How do they get their cut? In what sense? From the drivers? Yes, like yes. Yeah, so I'm, yes. I'm, apparently exactly. the drivers would or they can track the trips the drivers are going on and how much of was course. supposedly of paid course. to the driver. They know how much they should. So basically, I think at the end of the day, the drivers will be remitting the cash, all the every cash that every the total cash they get. I see. Yeah, they will be I remitting see. everything. It's not Uber collecting their cuts. Uber will still pay the drivers their salary via the normal channels. Oh, so the drivers carry the cash and deposit it back into an account, and oh, Uber will drop it continue at some from office there. or something. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting. I did not think that would have been it. <laughs> I would have expected something different. Yeah, okay. Like, like maybe I, they will start doing mathematics there. Like, okay, so yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like they would display an amount that you should be, you should give the driver as cash, and they would charge your card automatically. The their cut. Oh, you know what I mean? oh, no, no, no. It's full. That, it's that, full on that's cash. what I. I didn't know. No. What, it's full on cash. Yeah. This is you not using your card at all. You don't want to use your card. You want to use cash. Or you probably don't even have a card. You know, that kind of thing. So, you're just giving the I driver. Just... Yeah. The driver is now having to do the cash handling. Yeah. That, that means... The, the... So, what about this whole... So, they have to insure the drivers then because the drivers are carrying cash and... Or at least ensure the cash the drivers are carrying in case anything happens. Like, what if they meet arm robbers on the way? Or honestly, I think I think this is a stopgap move in the meantime. So I'm not sure what their long term plans are about um, uh, in that um, in respect to cash handling in Nigeria and all. They will probably eventually perfect all of that, perfect their processes and whatnot, and. Um, also, I I don't think all maybe they might um, the jury is still out on this, but uh, I'm not sure all drivers are actually happy with that, with the new development as well. A couple of drivers, of course not. Yeah, a couple of drivers I've spoken to, like no, like the convenience for Uber was, for them was that hey, um, I have my car, I can turn on my Uber app anytime and come online, and start receiving. Uh, start um, dropping customers here and there yeah. and turn it off at my free time. As in, I turn it off when I want to, right? And I know, okay, I've worked two hours today or I worked five hours today or I worked ten hours today. And in my head, I can already calculate how much I'm getting at the end of the month. And at the end of the month, I get an alert in my bank account. And, you know, it's just the same cycle. Over, um, it's, it's the same cycle over and over again. You don't, have, you don't really care. All you do is you come online, you drop people, and you go offline. You are not too much bothered as being a part of the system to now start taking money from one place to another, um, signing, reg- yes. marking, registering the morning, making sure you have enough change on you. You know all this kind of nonsense, right? Yes. Some minor logistics. Well, yeah. I mean... They should be minor, but Lagos being the country it is, like, God, just to even drive to the office to, get, to drop the cash might be another two, three hours. <laughs> you understand. So, 
Yeah, all, all of those. So it's it's basically another an inconvenience on the driver's part as well. As much as it's a convenience for the customer today, it's an it's they are basically shifting it to the other guy. Who, yeah. Mm. So I'm not sure what their long term plan is. They probably will fix it eventually, or yeah. So interesting. That's that. That's a that's an interesting slash sad problem to have, you know. Like it's it's not Uber's fault. Yeah. But it affects their customer experience to to such a level that they need to find a way around it asap. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. The uh, and I mean, sort of, kind of, but not really related. Is it? What about Paystack? Like, is it possible that you? I mean, because <laughs> you're still, you're also in the payment money space thing. Yeah. Is it possible that something that maybe C? Well, I guess CBN definitely, but maybe something like what Diamond Bank does versus what GTB does could affect your your no, flow and no, you have no because we don't we charge in Naira and we charge directly in Nigeria. So, um, no. That's going to affect us. I see. Yeah. I see. Um, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, good Good to know that at least you won't have those kind of issues going forward. Give some <laughs> paystack customers peace of mind. And in, in general, like, yeah, that's good that at least you'll be reliable enough to... Oh, okay, but here's the thing. Let's say I create a service now um, and I'm selling... For example, I'm selling art, Nigerian artifacts online yeah. or, sorry, artifacts might make it sound sketchy, uh, <laughs> arts and crafts, tor- tourist things or art and, let's, let's go art and craft. Okay. So I connect with a, a community of Nigerian craft makers. They, they make calabashes that are really dope and they're European collectors for calabashes apparently. And we have someone in Germany who sees the calabash on my website and tries to pay for it with his MasterCard. And, you know, I my, my, my website is backed by Paystack. Mm-hmm. We're never going to have that problem? No. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh-uh. I'm a big boy, so you guys have over-engineered yourself. No, 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 it's just pretty much because we are in Nigeria anyway, and um, we process all our transactions locally, so none of those. Hello? Yeah, okay, yeah, but that was my example now, yeah. like a, a, a guy charging from a different currency for whatever reason. So, like, right, so right now we are not, um, what is it called, we are not... Uh, accepting usd and all of that yet and the reason and the reason why we're the reason why we're not accepting that yet is because of uh, basically this exchange rate um, issue as well number one and number two is also settlement because if um if someone requests a charge in usd for instance then it means we need to also settle them usd right or do the exchange rates properly now the exchange rates would be is it at the time of the transaction, you understand, or is it the exchange rate at the point of settlement, you understand? So there's a little, there's, there's some complication there that we still need to internally iron out and build out here okay. before we start letting that work. 
but by the okay, moment yes we are ba we are basically ready for that um, you can use foreign cards on paystack today you can yeah you can do whatever it is you want to it's a full-fledged payment system besides the fact that you can't pass a different currency than naira into it for charging for charges right now yeah okay that makes sense yeah okay okay i get you now um oh that's nice um at least that issue is solved in at least it's a non-issue let's put it that way it's a <laughs> yeah. non-issue yeah hmm. um what else happened in the nigerian tech space recently I can't really think of anything. I at least I can't think of anything important that happened. And How I might about be forgetting the guys that were embarrassing themselves on radar the other day. Can you see the level of news we've been discussing? And then this is the one you want to bring up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Since you brought it up, tell us. Tell us what happened. How will I know? I don't know what happened. I'm asking you. You're the one there. So yeah. And the one on Reader, an online forum. Yeah, the moderator. Now. <laughs> like, you guys, I'm sure you guys have your internal meetings and whatnot, so you guys like discuss. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, I don't know, man. Um, <clears throat> I think guys are weird. In the end, that's all. When I saw the thread, are... when I saw the thread at first, I saw the first guy's comments. I saw the second. You have to give some background now. Like you can't just say that, and people who are not on radar and who didn't see that thread will not know. You have to give some background. Let them know. So give the background. Oh, I don't oh, know what yes. thread you're talking about. Please explain. <laughs> so why it been difficult? <laughs> anyway, so um, there's, there was this thread on radar where some girl was like wait thank gosh i think um about two or three days prior to that because i actually like noticed oh um she was kind of active on different trends actively liking comments and all of that so i was still wondering oh okay new person yay all right and then next thing she started trade like oh okay thank god i found radar and i could understand when i read everything she wrote like yes um this kind of feels like me when I found Radar initially as well, you know, like, oh my God, there's a place where you can have this kind of conversations and all that. Although back then it was still very new, so it wasn't as active as, um, as it is today. So I could empathize with how she felt with the whole activity on it, and which explains why she was liking posts and all of that prior to that day, you know. And um, next thing, oh, my name is this and I do this. Yeah, nice to see you here. And then she responds. And then it follows up. And I'm like, okay. And then another guy comes and drops his own CV too. You know, I do this. And I'm like, all right. And another guy, the last guy. And then, not bad, huh? I'm like, okay. Okay, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on here? I know. I actually wanted to, like, poop on the party. But I was like, mm, no. Before everybody starts thinking... Um, before everybody starts saying, I am always looking for trouble, I'm always this, I'm always that, maybe I'm reading minis into what is not. Okay, fine, then let me see anything. Let's just close this page and move on. Then the thing went south. I saw all of that this morning. I'm like, sigh, like, okay. 
guys are weird the end <laughs> i think that's all i have to say about it so well you do bring up a good point guys are weird <laughs> and we we sh- it, it, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because it's a it's a discussion we should have yeah um i mean this it, it it's it's this is not an issue that is exclusive to that radar thread or yeah definitely definite, or a community not. with nigerians uh-huh. like the tech environment there's lots of news about guys being weird in that regard yeah and um I think we've never really had a discussion about it. And it's kind of weird that we're having this discussion after Tolu is gone. Um, but y- you know what I mean? But, there, there's, um, al- there's always room for going in-depth into it uh, next year, uh, next week. We could... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it would, be also, it would also be nice to um, see things from our perspective. As a woman in tech, how has she exactly felt? Yeah. You know, how has it been yeah. for her guys around her? Maybe run what was the worst comment you know a guy has made at uh yeah. with respect to our profession and stuff you know let's just yeah so yeah yeah do you remember you introduced me to someone um and we're driving back one day and having a conversation as she was talking about guy she's met while working in yes. the tech space yes that that was like a huge revelation to me like that. Um, to borrow the colloquial, that bust my mind that day. Honestly, <laughs> like I was, I was, I was very surprised. Like, um, so don't get me wrong, I understand what it's like to be a horny guy, but at the same time, there's social etiquette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how do I put it? No matter how you're feeling or no matter what you're thinking, you have to realize that there is a proper way to present what is going on in your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and the proper way is usually never bringing it, to, bringing it to everyone's attention, you know? Or like, it's usually never bringing it to her attention unsolicited. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody's like, hey, thank God I found the right environment to discuss tech mm-hmm. and and learn about the tech environment. This is what I've been looking for. This yeah. is not the time As to in, there's, like, there's an entire there's another baby. There's an entirely <laughs> you know? different route the trade could have gone, you know, where other people say how they also felt when or how they feel about radar today or something, or how radar has changed. I don't know. They're just there's a whole lot that could have been said in a different direction, as against turning into an introduction. <laughs> well, yes, you know, like I, I, I yeah. you have a very good point. You could, they could have talked about their first experience on radar, or mm-hmm. like maybe pointed her to helpful um, niche pockets, like for example, the like oh. Um, this is the thread where with the women on radar tend to congregate and make oh, plans and you meetings. Know, yes, yes, yes. So oh, like, could, by the way, why not connect join with, this women in tech, um, whatever, and request for access or something? Like, exactly, and something. connect with more of them, you know, like, mm-hmm. 
there's that direction. It could be like, oh, you're a business person. Well, here's a list of the popular startups or products that are going on. You know, these are their founders. You, you know what I mean? Like this, this set, the, she, she has set the initial yeah. um, tone in that this is a business conversation or this is a tech conversation. Yeah. This is not a, um, I'm going out to the club. I'm looking for entertainment and companionship yeah. thread. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but then so you sort of you should. But then another guy literally came and then asked if she was looking to meet a guy online, and all of that, and said, well, "Yeah, that's exactly my point." Like, like what? You know what I mean? Like, even if you were thinking it, this is not the right context. I'm. I don't know. Like, I'm. I'm trying to see it from both people, both sides of the table, you know, like, I'm not just going to be like, know what they did. You know what I mean? I'm not going to just going to be like, okay, I don't, I, I don't understand guys being horny and trying to uh, like proposition a girl or whatever. I get that. But at the same time, like, isn't there context to these things? Like, you know, like, so moving out from the radar thread or Nigerian environment, you don't see a a woman at a conference and proposition her. The conference is a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not the point or that's not why she's here. She's Mm -hmm. not looking for that. Mm -hmm. So no matter how you feel in your head or in your pants, like you should just keep that to yourself and move on, you know? If maybe you went to an after party and you were in a club and you saw her, eh, they can approach you her can start, under ooh. that context. Do you get what I mean? This is not why she's here. Just don't just behave yourself. Um, I actually, actually, it's to it, imagine it, what's what probably started happening to the girls' DMs shortly afterwards. Like, no, no, no. I, I, I would like to believe. Uh, uh, like the oh. guys on radar are more. <laughs> Common sense than that. Trust like, me, they, I, you know what I. They, I, they, I think they proved otherwise <laughs> already. <so. laughs> you know, maybe, maybe I'm just too innocent, and like hoping <laughs> for the best from everyone. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I maybe, maybe it is because. Funny enough, I had a side conversation about this with a, a couple of other radar members. Like I was on a different, I was on this Slack channel, and yeah. somebody else brought it up. Like you. Okay, apologies there. Um, Uzo got cut off, so we're back. Yeah, um, I was just generally saying it's it's a good thing we brought this up because this is a this we it, it would be nice to sort of. I mean, it turns out a bunch of people listen to this show and maybe we, it, we should start sending some of the right messages. Not every day we, we're the moral compass, but I mean, like <laughs> we're called podcast, but I think there's some things we probably should at least stand up for in terms of the right thing to do. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> trying to make digital spaces um, friendly for all sorts of programmers, whether they are young old female male you know transgender whatever whoever you are you know we want all we want all programmers to be comfortable in the space in the spaces that are for programmers you know you can we can bring in our whatever we whatever little we can do 
to make it a better space, mm-hmm. we should we should endeavor to do it. You know, if if no matter how good looking the girl <laughs> is, she's here for a different she's here for a different reason yeah. than hooking up with you. Yeah. So let's let's abide by that rule. If no matter how um, you get the idea. We write logic statements for a living. Like you just use your logic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Yeah, because I I think to to be honest, it was it was actually beginning to bother on gross on being gross the thread and people's behavior. Yeah, yeah like come on. Yeah, but yeah, I I think number one is for the, those there to even realize that what they were doing was probably unfriendly because I don't think they realized it. Some of them did not, because even after people started complaining and all of that, you know, there was this guy that was like, "Haha, live story, something I'm Google facts, yeah," and I write, I I design for the web, like okay. You are still introducing yourself I... to what end, <laughs> you know? Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Like me has. So that means the thread has changed in, since the last like two three days that I looked at it. Oh yes, it has. <laughs> it has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh it's, my god! Like I, I'm still talking on like I think the time I saw I I last saw it maybe um, Akindolu had come in and said, "Guys, what's up with this?" <laughs> it, it was a shit. I, well, I checked about um, how I put it. Um, about four hours ago, anyway, it was just a shit show. I I hope Bankoli closes it very soon. Cause get yeah. out. Wait, 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 hold on. This might be fun. Let's let's <laughs> go there and and read some of these comments. <laughs> like like shame some niggas. Like I, I think this will be fun. Yeah. Like this is not how you behave. And literally, should we? Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess, and that's the closing notes. <laughs> we'll read shameful tech bro statements. <laughs> oh, oh my God. 34 comments on this thread. Jesus, what happened? <laughs> like it was at four or five comments last time I looked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we are reading to ourselves instead of reading to our audience. No, I'm looking for it. For a funny one. Yes. So, um, there was this one, Coco Facts, 12 hours ago. In that range. Oh, so. Hold on. I'm, I'm scrolling down. Hold on. 13, 13, 12. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see that. Uh, no, no, that one, I'm just there. Yeah. I'm just there. Wow, when you said partner, did you mean colleague at work? You're like, wow. Yes, like, yes. Whoa. Why are we getting into that conversation? I no, thought, I thought when know, everybody you know, says partner you know, on reader, they right. meant... They meant their what's it called? Their colleague, their startup found um, co-founder or something like. Okay, are we going to start you know inquiring what? if it's their? <laughs> you know what Ezra? Yeah. I, think, I think I know what we should do. One of us is going to be Tammy L, and the other person will be in another random poster. So you just have to change your voice 
and you know we'll read through like a bit of this thread and then we'll end on this note like okay. i think this might be worth doing all right all so right. do you want do you want to be tmiel or should i be ah uh, let me be tmiel let me let me act like i'm responding innocently and i'm like what the f- oh my god 20 likes whoa i know that's what i'm saying you know what <laughs> if i add my own likes so i'll just look what? like one of these lecturers bros okay just just read the post read the post we'll, we'll sort this out later yeah all right Um, hello, dear. No, you have to use, like, a girl's voice. This doesn't count, man. Do it well. Okay. Hello, dear. Thank God I stumbled across Radar Tech Cabal. I've been relying on Linda Ikeji's blog for information on the tech industry in Nigeria, which is a core waste of time. I am on this site constantly reading and learning about the industry without even being in the vicinity. Shows how far we've come. (laughs) A big thank you to the founders and contributors. I know a lot of blood and sweat must go into this. It is really inspiring to see innovative ideas and discussions. Looking forward to sharing my ideas with you once they are ready. Hopefully, you guys will be easy on me. Wink, wink. There's only one wink. Okay. Welcome to Radar. My name is Richie. I'm a senior programmer. Do you code too? Hello, Richie. It's nice to meet you. I'm a digital marketer. However, my partner is a front-end and back-end developer. We are based in London. Nice to meet you too, Timmy. I look forward to seeing what you have cooking. Don't worry about the White Walkers. I will be your John Snow. Hey! Hey. (laughs) Okay. Where did that come from? But Okay. Moving on. <laughs> he was trying to make it up I'm sure. You said what? You was a nerdy Okay. Thank you for the tip and thank you for introducing yourself. Um, okay. I'll, I'll skip your mizon. That one is boring. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm, I'm going to this other guy here. I'd like to know, when you said partner, do you mean your colleague at work. <laughs> Umo, this thread is hilarious. <laughs> oh, this, this thread is a hit. <laughs> yes, my it's business and life partner. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe the fool for that <laughs> one. Like, <laughs> lol. I wish I could just attach a picture of me rolling on the floor right now. By the way, Timmy L. Radar doesn't. Um. So sorry, guys. Once again, Uzo's internet did what it knows how to do best: go off in the middle of an interesting conversation. Yeah. Blaming me now. When you were here in Nigeria and we're using internet to record before, you couldn't blame me. <laughs> we never recorded we're, we're using our studio remember yeah we did yeah, yeah. we did we've had episodes of, like get out of here <laughs> anyway so yeah I guess this brings us to the end anyway I think we've exhausted um, our talking points for yeah. today and unfortunately um, Tolu was not um, around to listen to the end so we'll be doing 
this again next week. Thank you guys. And yeah. Have a great no day. Problem. Yeah. And please don't ever sound like those guys that we just read. Like if you've made posts that sound like that, please consider changing your ways, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Alright. Public service announcement. Get it, see. In the bedroom, the bathroom, the classroom, the last room on the